your nutrition can help you think more clearly. It gives you more energy. It takes your mindset away from the fear of always getting like what the next cancer or whatever to having a clear mindset without any kind of stress or worry about those types of things or about becoming sick. Please share, we can do better. So many of us are told and believe that it's impractical to pursue change in our life. We believe we have to stay stuck, that we don't have any options, and it's impossible to do things our own way. I believe the opposite. It's not only practical, but essential that you go after whatever brings you more happiness and freedom in your life. This show explores the ways you can break free from the mold, start to trust yourself more, and lean into what lights you up. And when you do, you can truly show up in the world as your most authentic and confident self, which frees you up for endless possibilities. I'm your host, Angie Cazares, and together, I'm pretty sure we can do better. Welcome back to Pretty Sure We Can Do Better. If you have listened to this show for a while, you might notice it's been a while since I've put out a new episode, probably about a month and a half. And I just wanted to take a second to acknowledge that because there would have been a time in my life, I think, where I would have let that feel overwhelming or let that get get me down and sort of get into this, oh, expectations that I have of myself to be consistent or am I letting my audience down because, you know, it's, I'm, I'm taking a break for a while and things like that. And I just wanted to acknowledge it because I also feel like just in my life in general and in my business, I really want to be a person that is an example of leaning into exactly what the show is about, leaning into what feels good for you on a day-to-day basis and what feels good enough and not sort of letting this perfectionistic idea of like what is needed or what I should do. If I'm going to have a podcast, it needs to be consistent every single week or, you know, I need to be constantly creating new content. And in this moment in my life, in winter in Indiana where it's cold, you know, I'm focusing on different things with my family. I just will go through times where I just have other things that feel like the priority. And so I'm really leaning into asking myself what feels good, what do I have the time for, what do I have the capacity for, and setting those boundaries accordingly. And I, I think that's really important, and I hope to be an example of that for anyone that listens to the show, um, and especially you know with my coaching clients, this is, this is one of the things that we work on a lot. So I just wanted to acknowledge that. I I hope to be consistent with the podcast, but sometimes things come up and I don't, I'm not going to let that hold me back. When I get inspired, when I have some energy, when I find a person I think would be a really good guest, I just take action then and um, hope that you understand that and respect that. So, <laughs> uh, but I am very excited about this week's episode. We are Joined by guest Aubrey Seaman. She is an integrate, integrative nutritional health coach, as you will hear. And I just thought that it was so important to cover this topic because focusing on your own physical health is going to make you feel so much better on a day-to-day basis. This is something that I am focusing, changing my gears and kind of in my 
personal life really focusing on. And I, I just thought that it would be really interesting and informative for all of you. So I won't spend too much time, more time jabbering on. I will get right to the interview with Aubrey and I hope that you'll go give her a follow afterwards and, and get some of her resources so that we can all together start to take these steps to feel better on a day-to-day basis. So thanks for tuning in and here is Aubrey. Hey, Aubrey, how are you? Good. How are you, Angie? I am doing well on this freezing cold winter morning. <laughs> yes, it's so cold. I'm sitting here. I have my robe over my lap to keep me warm because it is so cold in this office. But thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, my audience will really benefit from getting some tips, um, you know, in your area of expertise. But I want to, I want to, start out with kind of having you share where you got the idea to, to start your business and how did that come about? Yeah. So a couple things really, um, it's twofold. So one, I'm a nurse and I work with adults who have chronic illnesses or acute illnesses who come to the hospital and, um, they get put on medications to bring their body back into balance. And then they get sent back home out into the world. And they usually stay on those medications for the rest of their lives. And they never question like, Hey, why am I sick in the first place? Or is there a way to get off these medications? A lot of them don't follow up with doctors, outpatient. And so um, I just see this over and over and over again in the hospital setting. And when I decided to become a nurse, I've only been a nurse for about four years. When I decided to become a nurse, I did it because I wanted to help other people and really save lives. But then when I got into it, I realized I'm not saving lives. I mean, sometimes, yes, you are definitely saving lives. But for the most part, I was basically just covering up their symptoms with medications and then sending them out into the world with very little education on like how, you know, to get to the root cause as to why they have that issue in the first place and how they can bring their body back into balance and heal their symptoms and no longer have, you know, symptoms of disease at all. So um, that's kind of part of it. And then the other part of my story is um, really for about 10 years after I had my, I had four kids. So after I had my youngest child, I really started experiencing a lot of brain fog. And um, I don't know if you know what brain fog is like, but Mm -hmm. you know, the average person forgets their words when they talk sometimes, but I was doing that like so frequently. Um, It got to the point where I was afraid to tell stories because I knew I couldn't get through a story or like a podcast like this. There's no way I would get on a podcast and try to talk. Or like if someone would try to tell me a joke, it would take me forever to process that joke and then laugh. So I would always be like terrified of the joke that they're about to tell because I knew I wouldn't get it right away. And I'd almost have to like fake laugh my way through it because my brain was just so slow at processing stuff. Or another example is I would be driving down the road and I would see a red light and I would question like, red, does that mean stop? Or does that mean go? Like, like it would just take me a few seconds to like realize what am I doing? What am I doing? And these are things that I would do on a daily basis, but it would still like mess me up. And so I just got super anxious because of it. It made it hard to do my job at work as a nurse. Um, I would question like medications I was giving people. I would question like how to do certain processes or what supplies I would need. Um, Even though I did those things like day after day after day, like it just got really bad. So I went to the doctor, my regular um, primary care physician, and I kind of told her what I was going through. 
she thought it was just anxiety. So she put me on an anxiety med and I tried that for a few months. Um, and it, I, I actually went on Wellbutrin, which they give people a lot of times that help them get off cigarettes because it gives you more energy and it kind of, I think it has like caffeine in it or something. And, um, so instead of like regular depression meds that maybe slow you down and make you feel depressed, if you don't have depression, it would give you more energy. And that's what I wanted. So it was fine for the first week. I felt great. I was more talkative. And then after that, my body kind of got used to it and it didn't help at all. And I was still having the brain fog issues and I was at work. So I had been on this medication for like two months straight every day. I went to work one weekend at the hospital and I was taking care of patients and I would be talking to my patients and then forget what I was talking about. And like, I just was in like a panic mode. I almost felt like I was having a stroke because my brain was literally not working the way that it should. I was slowly processing things. I felt uncomfortable talking to doctors because I just felt like a total ditz. Like my brain mm -hmm. was just not working. And so I went home that night, I decided to go cold turkey off this medication. And I started doing all this research online and went down this rabbit hole of like information on how to heal naturally. Um, and I somehow stumbled across like somebody's course or like a, um, uh, informative video or something on functional medicine and how to heal naturally and get to the root cause. And that like, was like a light bulb went off in my brain because I never thought about getting to a root cause of an issue before. I don't know why, but I just always, you know, in the, in the Western medical world, you're just used to treating a symptom with medications sure. or, you know, whatever, instead of getting to the root cause. So, um, that was just so amazing to me. And then I just started doing all this research and, and started, I went to the bookstore, grabbed a couple books, started reading, and it just basically went crazy from there. And then a couple of years cool. ago, I went back to school to um, get my degree in integrative and functional medicine, not medicine, but nutrition. And um, so here I am. So that's how I started my business. Yeah. Yeah. So talk, kind of tell us a little bit. I mean, I know you're doing, that is what your business is focusing on, but tell us a little bit more about Sure. a little bit what, what you offer and then we'll kind of get into it. That's really cool. Yeah. So I, again, I'm a functional nutrition and health coach. I work with women mostly. Um, that's where my brand is more geared towards though. I am not against helping men, but I do it with online courses. Um, and I teach women how food works at the cellular level to help them thrive and overcome symptoms of disease. A lot of women that come to me, um, just have basic symptoms like skin issues like eczema or acne or um, just random pains or anxiety, um, GI issues, things like that. So, and we start healing those symptoms before it gets worse and it turns into the disease down the road. Because when you have symptoms like that, it's your body just screaming at you to, that something needs to change or you're going to head into more destruction down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. Well, I was going to ask too, like if they do, if you don't catch these early and do some of the, like the healing of the initial thing and you get the disease down the road, can you then at that point turn, turn the corner and like, absolutely. So even, I mean, I've heard stories of people with cancer, like stage yeah. four cancer. Mm -hmm. um, there's actually a woman who wrote a book on it. She had stage four breast cancer that had metastasized. And she met with uh, an integrative doctor who helped her change her diet and change some of her lifestyle habits and reduce stress in her life and her body healed naturally. Because basically when you have a lot of stress or when you have a lot of poor diet coming in or, 
you're living a sedentary lifestyle or you're just not really helping your body, your body will become inflamed and it'll lead to disease. So if you can reduce Mm -hmm. that inflammation in your body that leads to disease in the first place, then your body will begin to heal. Yeah. 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 So even if you have the disease, if you start doing some of those things, reducing the inflammation and, and healing and that kind of thing. And the other neat thing is, um, like certain foods have bioactive compounds in them, um, that help. So let's say you have a cancer tumor, for example, um, that tumors grow is you have these tiny capillaries that feed them nutrients and make them grow and spread. So foods that have anti-angiogenic properties in them, which means they stop the growth of those capillaries that feed the tumors. And then the tumor can no longer grow because it gets starved out. And that's how a lot of times when you hear these stories of people who go into these remissions on their own without any medications, it's because they've either changed their diet or reduced stress in their life. And it's caused the capillaries that are feeding those tumors nutrients to stop growing and the tumor will die out and disappear on its own. So yeah, it's really powerful what food can do in your body. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, when I stumbled upon you on social media and started following some of this though. And like nutrition is a big focus of, of mine this year going in. Um, I was just like, this is so important because what I cover on this show is just like how to kind of create that more, more freedom in your life, more like to reduce your stress. How can you make those shifts now before you are just like so burnt out that you're just, you know, wanting to, pull your hair out or like you do have a nervous breakdown or you get some of these things. And so I was just like, this would be so cool to cover and just spread the awareness because a lot of people like, yeah, they just kind of, that you go to your doctor, they say, this is take this thing. And they don't really question it at all. And actually I, it's been like 10 years now, 10 years ago, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. Sjogren syndrome is the name. Yeah. Uh And so they, um, they prescribed like Plaquenil. And so I took that for a few years and then I had my kids and I didn't take it while I was pregnant. And then I would take it between. And then after I had my second son, I was just like, you know, like, cause, because yeah, with that medication, it's like, it can help this thing. But then like, if you take it for a really long time, it can start causing issues with your eyes or issues with your kidneys or whatever. And so I was just like, I'm not taking it. I was just like, I'm not taking it anymore. Um, I have been focusing on reducing my stress and like, you know, I've tried a couple of different diets, but I was just like, no, this is, I'm not going to take it. I'm just going to manage it as long as I can manage, um, and try to heal some of that stuff on my own. That's what I'm going to do, but it's, yeah, a lot of people don't, don't question it. They just kind of take my doctor said really, to take people this. People don't so. realize to go along with the stress thing that you were talking about. Stress causes so many symptoms and disease in your body because your immune system, like, will literally shut down when you're having high amounts of stress all the time um, because it it doesn't work the same way that it's supposed to. So, yeah, having that stress, like for me, when I first started on this journey, meditation was huge for me. Um, it definitely helped me heal my anxiety. Um, helped me become more present. So I wasn't constantly worrying about what's going on in the future or what happened in the past. Like I was able to be present Mm -hmm. and help me control my mindset where like, 
your thoughts are just constantly going. And as females, we, I feel like a lot of females constantly have lists going in their heads of all these to-do things that we need to get done, our house, our kids, whatever. And um, it helped kind of get rid of a lot of that clutter and that noise in my brain so that I could be more present and focused. So mm-hmm. reducing stress is like huge for your health. Um, yeah. Um, just yeah. as important as the food that you put in your body. Yeah. So, so for anybody listening to this and they are just like, you know, maybe they, they have one of those symptoms that you just listed, um, you know, anxiety or different pains. And they're just curious about it. Where would be, but at the same time for a lot of people, it's like making those changes, any sort of like big diet changes, especially right away is like super intimidating and feels really overwhelming. So where, where am I, like, do you suggest is the first place to start or is it like, is step number one, reducing stress or is it just sort of like, yeah. Basically what what I believe is step number one is all about your mindset and reducing stress, but like, you're not going to make changes in your life unless you're ready. So you have to be ready and you have to really figure out what your why is like, are you sick enough that you want to make changes in your life? Um, is it because you want to lose weight? Is it because you want to be here for your kids down the road? Like what is your deepest why? Because that's what you got to pull from whenever you make any kind of habit change in your life, whether that's, you know, nutrition or trying to work out or whatever. Um, so really fixing your mindset to be where a place, um, where you can envision like who you want to be, what outcome you want, what symptoms you want to get rid of. Um, and then go from there. So my first tip would definitely be focusing on see in the nutritional or holistic nutrition space, there's primary foods and there's secondary foods. Secondary foods are the foods that you eat and primary foods are your lifestyle, like your mindset, your, um, your fitness, your job satisfaction, your joy, things like that. Mm. Those things need to be in place first before your nutrition. And that's because those primary lifestyle things, those have huge interaction on your hormones and your hormones control every action inside of every cell in your body. So if you have disease growing or you have symptoms growing, it's usually because of a hormonal reaction that's taking place over and over and over again in your body. And those primary factors like your joy, um, your mindset, how stressed you are, what the thoughts, the limiting beliefs that you tell yourself or the negative thought patterns that you have going on in your head those things will all lead to a chronic stress response in your body. That's going to ultimately lead to inflammation in your cells and cause all your defenses to break down. So getting those things right first is almost more important too than trying any kind of diet or um, changing your nutrition at all. Interesting. Yeah. I've never like thought about that as being like in the, in in terms of nutrition, kind of like the primary food. That's, that's really interesting. You really have to look at it like a holistic approach. Because yeah, if you're yeah. just focusing in one area, then you're not really going to make those lifelong changes. And it needs to be more of a lifestyle rather than like a diet. Diets have a, an ending. That's why they're diets. So yeah, yeah. This is encouraging to me because I, I feel like, you know, and even in the last two or three years, that is what I've been focusing on is sort of the stress, the mindset getting all of that in place. And now, and that's kind of what I'm working with my clients on now. And the life coaching that I'm doing is, is all of those things. So I'm, I'm primary food. Yay. I'm a primary food. <laughs> it's awesome. You're, you're, I'm going to think great. about that. I'm, I'm a primary food. I love that thought. Yeah. Um, 
but now I am transitioning more into the, okay, I've, I've got my mind in a better space and now I'm working on the physical. So that's really cool to think about that. So if somebody is trying to kind of do simultaneously, like, let me reduce, let me work on the primary foods and the secondary foods. Um, like what would you suggest is the very like first, if they're going to make one change in the secondary foods, I mean, is that dependent on the specific person or is there kind of a, a baseline for everybody? Yeah. So actually getting back to the root cause, I would say the primary thing they need to focus on is removing the issue in the first place. So, um, there's a saying, uh, I forget how it goes, something about removing. So basically if you step on a tack and you have a tack in your foot, you're not going to put a bandaid over it and take some ibuprofen and go about your day. Right. You're going <laughs> to yeah. remove that tack because that tack is what's causing you the pain. So removing the tack is like removing the foods that are causing you issues in the first place. So depending on what the symptoms are, a lot of times you can try upfront, like an elimination diet where you remove several food groups at a time that mm-hmm. cause the most stress on the body. And, um, and then after a few weeks, you slowly start adding in one food group at a time and see which food group is causing you the issue. Yeah. So like for me, I was chronically bloated for like several years, went to doctors, tried, I thought I had like some tumor in my abdomen or something. It was super bloated. And I did an elimination diet and found that gluten and dairy were huge issues for me. So anytime I ate those things, I would blow up, get swollen right away and feel crummy afterwards. Um, so just removing that tack in the first place and what's causing your issue mm-hmm. and getting to the root cause is, is step number one. And then of course, after that, adding in more nutrient rich foods that will actually, um, and this is a lot of what I teach too, is like which foods are nutrient rich, right? So which ones are high in antioxidants or are healing foods that will help your body depending on your situation. So adding those foods in are fine, but if you don't remove the foods that are causing the issue in the first place, then you're not going to see much change. Right. Yeah. And a lot of the foods, just a lot of the foods that cause those issues in the first place are processed foods because they have these like fillers and additives in them. Like the foods that you see on the grocery aisles are like, they're made in factories, right? Mm -hmm. So your body sees those chemicals as foreign and it starts to attack your gut as soon as you put them in your mouth. So um, they cause a lot of problems. They cause a lot of skin issues. They cause a lot of bloating issues, GI issues, things like that. So, um, if you could just remove the processed foods, like that yeah. would be step number one for me too. I would say like, try to eat more whole foods, natural from the earth over the processed foods mm-hmm. it would make a huge difference in anybody's diet. That makes sense for sure. And I've seen, you know, there's like a lot of advertisement around those like food sensitivity tests. Do you have any thoughts on those in terms of like kind of pinpointing what they should eliminate or do you, do you prefer the elimination diet? Um, so obviously the food sensitivity test would be a lot quicker because the elimination diet, I feel like you have to really eliminate for a few weeks to let your gut microbiome kind of get back into balance before you can start adding those foods back in to see if there's a real change. But with the, yeah, like Everly well makes the food sensitivity test. I think it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually did one called Viome, which is a stool test that you send in and it tells you like 
in your gut, you have good bacteria and bad bacteria. It'll tell you if you have an overgrowth of bad bacteria um, or like what foods specifically are causing you inflammation. For me, I had been eating a lot of anti-inflammatory foods. Like for example, there's a spice called turmeric that is anti-inflammatory. Yeah. And I found through my stool test that um, turmeric is it's a plant. And so it comes with a plant virus at times. And that plant virus was getting in my gut and causing me inflammation. So even though I thought I was eating this anti-inflammatory food, I found that it was huh. actually causing me inflammation because it had a plant virus that was attacking my gut or that was like foreign to my gut. So it was making my my uh, immune system attack. So um, just that, like those. that particular no, turmeric that you had, or like, it's like sometimes yeah. it can get a plant virus or good question. I don't know if it, it just told me to stay away from turmeric for a while. I don't know if it was huh. where it was located or like what spice brand I was using. It's hard to tell. Right. So interesting. Um, but there were several foods like that, that I was eating on a daily basis, thinking they were healthy for me, but they weren't necessarily because they had plant viruses that would cause me inflammation. So, huh. um, school, you know, those tests are definitely beneficial for sure. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, I think, I think, you know, just in our, in our society today where it is like, go, go, go. And people have trouble. I know like, again, the elimination diet, it takes time and patience and planning and all of those things to do. So I was like, well, if somebody wanted to skip that, maybe <laughs> go right. at first, like Definitely. do at least start somewhere and do like this. Everybody wants the quickest results, right? <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. So. Awesome. Well, yeah, that that's really, really interesting. And how do you feel, or do you, do you have any advice on if somebody, because some people are just really skeptical of anything kind of holistic, right? Uh, yes, yeah. you know, it's like, nope, I trust my doctor and nope, I'm just going to do this and not, not really question it. Um, do you have any thoughts around easing people into that or I know what you're saying, because that's definitely true. I feel like in fact, the word holistic had such a bad rap for so many years that they actually changed it to like integrative medicine instead of holistic medicine, because it's not so like far out there that it doesn't integrative medicine integrates with our mes Western medical world. Um, yeah. where holistic just sounds so woo woo and like out there, like people don't trust it. Mm -hmm. But I think the biggest thing to ease people into it is just education. Like, yeah if you understand, first of all, in the nutrition space, if you understand how food works at the cellular level to heal you and like what it actually does in your body and how it becomes you and controls your hormones and all these things, then it makes sense. Like mm -hmm. there's just no, no other way. Like you're like, Oh yeah. Like I totally get it. I get why the foods I'm eating are making me sick. And I get why these specific foods will heal me. So right. it's all about right. really educating people first and before anybody makes any kind of change in their lifestyle or nutrition, they've got to understand like what's happening and why things are a certain way and just under understand the education around the foods and how it mm -hmm. works in your body. Mm -hmm. And since you do primarily work with women, I'm just curious if there are different times, like for example, uh, at different ages that like we might need to eat more, for example, like if we're like I'm who knows in the next five years or so I could start menopause, for example, mm -hmm. is there different 
when your like body is are naturally having hormone shifts that like you might need to shift then at that time, sort of the things that you're eating or kind of once you get this at a stable level. It's like a fluid process. So your body's always shifting and changing. And, um, even with having a period every four weeks of the Mm -hmm. month, you, your body is experiencing different things and there's different foods throughout that month that are going to help you. Um, your, your estrogen levels are higher at a certain time of the month. And so you want to eat more like cruciferous vegetables, which are like broccoli and cauliflower and like, um, spinach, things like that. That's going to help eliminate it. Basically estrogen binds to those foods in the body and it helps eliminate them out. Um, so if you have high estrogen, it's called estrogen dominance and you'll, you're, you're going to have more symptoms like heavy cramps and really sore boobs and like more moodiness, all that stuff. And so, um, eating those foods to help eliminate out that estrogen when you're getting close to your period helps those symptoms a lot. So it's, yeah, it's really fascinating. Your body's just always shifting and changing and knowing those things will help. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, and I know, as you mentioned, so you, you don't do much one-on-one work with people. You are creating a course, right. Where people can kind of come and get this information. Tell us more, more about that. So it's coming sure. up. So I did do, yeah. Um, I did do one-on-ones for a while, but, um, I really wanted to be able to help more people at once. And with one-on-ones, I was really just focusing on one or two clients at a time. So, um, with the online course, it's great for the, the client because you can work at your own pace and, um, you can learn at your own pace. So a lot of us are really busy with other jobs and stuff and don't have time to really be coached. So with the course, they can sit down and learn everything they need to learn and go through the process of healing and everything on their own. And, um, I kind of take them through what my process was and kind of a step-by-step, like the mindset, getting your mindset right. And then learning about the foods and, um, making those changes and how to best support yourself when you're making those changes in your nutrition and lifestyle. Awesome. So that's launching this spring. So yeah, thanks for asking about that. Yeah, of course we can. I mean, if you have like a, a landing page or something where people could sign up and just like stay in the loop as you get that, then we can add all of that into the show notes. Um, but yeah. And, and meanwhile, like where, where is the best place for people to go and connect with you? Sure. So my favorite platform is Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram at uplevel nutrition. I do have a website. It's, um, www.uplevelnutrition.net. And on there, I have lots of free resources and, um, you can join my VIP email list. I send out an email every week with lots of great information on there. And when my course does launch, I'm offering discounts, VIP discounts to my email list first before it goes out to the public. So there's definitely a benefit to doing that, but at the link in my bio on Instagram, I've got lots of great information and free resources as well. Perfect. Awesome. Well, is there anything that we, that we didn't dive into that you will, you want to share? So I know your, so your podcast is a lot about just finding more freedom in life. And I guess the biggest thing I wanted to say is like with nutrition, a lot of people don't think about this, but, um, your nutrition can help you think more clearly. It gives you more energy. Um, it can take, if you're somebody that worries a lot about like getting cancer, me, I used to be a hypochondriac and I always thought, I had some cancer growing in my body, right? 
So it takes your mindset away from the fear of always getting like what the next cancer or whatever um, to having a clear mindset without any kind of stress or worry about those types of things or about becoming sick. Um, it can help you, you know, with clear skin and anti-aging and all those things so that it really just frees up your mind in general for, so that you can go out and do more of what you love and more of what you like instead of, you know, worrying all the time. Yes. So yes. I definitely think there's a benefit in it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And, and, um, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing this because I do think it's such an important step to that overall freedom in your life and yeah, not having to let your body aches and pains or anxiety and all of these things that we've talked about, you know, just be another thing to kind of hold you back a little bit. So so yeah, I appreciate it so much. Thank you. This has been right, really, yeah. Thank you really so much. helpful and really informative. So I really appreciate excited. the opportunity. So thank you. No problem. Everybody go follow Aubrey. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope if this resonated with you that you will go connect with Aubrey. And if you personally need support, and need to take those steps as we talked about in this episode about really work focusing on your mindset, getting clear on reducing stress and working on those thoughts and feelings that might hold you back and be causing some of these underlying issues. Please, please, please reach out for a free consultation call with me. I would absolutely love to discuss your needs and see if my coaching can can help with that. And then as you in incorporate that and these nutritional aspects for an overall picture of wellness. I would absolutely love to be a part of that. So definitely go. You can find all the links to connect with me and Aubrey in the show notes, and I will see you on the next episode.